In the managed care system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The HCC Risk Adjustment Department, who tracks down medical records and ICD-10 codes, and the Quality Stars Team, who partners with primary and specialty providers to ensure ideal clinical outcomes. These are their stories. Yeah, so I really think I the biggest thing that I look for is people that are able to humble themselves, number mm, one, humble. right? I'm not too good to go pack boxes at our facilities. Right. I, I get on right. every week, I get on the phone and listen. I talk to members. I answer member services calls. Um, so people that can humble themselves as well as people that truly believe in the mission of what we're doing right. here. And I promote within, right? So if I can promote somebody that's been here for a certain amount of time, I don't need to bring in somebody right. uh, for the C-level or a director level. No, that's very good. What about you, Jim? What are what are some of the things? I mean, you have the military background. What what are you looking for as you build if you out your are team? Two minutes late to and do your, a Zoom call. That military background, she starts texting. I can see that, but but you know, the funny thing is, when I was you know an executive and and running quality teams, I would always make sure I had one person that was either an Air Force or Army person because timeliness is so important. And when you get up into you're working with clients. When you're four minutes late, you've wasted four minutes of my time. And yeah. if you're a vendor and you waste four minutes of my time, you're already on the wrong side because I have another meeting in, in 50 minutes that I got to get to. And I probably have to walk or, across campus to get to that meeting. 100%. So every minute counts when you're, when you're talking to yeah. a prospective client. I'm a stickler about that. Zoom calls being on time. Yeah. It's not because I'm trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to show off. But I respect my clients. If we have a 10 to 10.45 meeting, I'm there at I'm there at you know I'm there at uh, nine fifty five. I mean that's just yep. that's just the nature of the business. It's respect for your client and ultimately respect for the member. Because if I'm able yes. as a vendor as a consultant, I'm trying to make my client's life easier so that they can filter that down to the member. Because ultimately everything that I'm doing is member centric. But other than being a stickler for Zoom, what are some of the the cornerstones I mean, that you have in leadership? I think like, a lot of what I do and how I lead is is grounded in my time in the military, no doubt. But I think that a lot of times in business especially, you know, you see leaders speaking to, you know, their team like they willfully want to defy you. So I say, you know, you know, 99.9% of the time when something doesn't go the way we anticipate, it's not because, you know, our, our team is like, you know what I'm doing this this morning? I'm going to make Jen real mad and do right. the opposite of what they ask. Usually right. it's a it's an issue where they don't have enough time to do what I've asked. Life happens. They don't happens. have the right resources. People have you know? kids. Yeah, or they got right. something else that's conflicting with what right. I gave. Or maybe it's me. I look within first. That Did I give clear instructions to set them up to be successful? Um, and I think if we lead with that and lead with positive intent and always assume positive intent that you know how you're saying something to me you meant the best of intentions and we're going to work something out with mutual respect and we're all we're all trying to strive toward the same goal and yeah. i think that grounds us in what we do no that makes a lot of sense um ashley what is what is your end game for so i appreciate you ladies spending some time with me what is your end game for farm box rx because it just seems like you have so many opportunities and i did not know that you were talking that you're working with 90 plans you know for next year that's that's just so amazing i mean it's just right. i that's to, from where you started and you know i've kind of known you you ladies for about a year a little bit yeah. a, year, a year and a half and to see the growth so quickly that's just astronomical growth but what's what's the end game i mean where where do you want to diversify what are some of the other things that you want to do um you know you ladies are both very young you know do you want to be a ceo forever do you want to 
uh, most creative, brilliant people. They have multiple streams of things that they want to do and want to conquer. You know, you've almost conquered MA in like two years. It was almost scary um, that, that, that you've done it. It almost makes me want to ask a whole bunch of other questions that I wouldn't ask on air. But what, what is the next phase for, for yeah. Farmbox and the, and the next phase for you personally? Yeah, the next phase for Farmbox is, um, you know, I take really, really serious that we really created the space of food as medicine right. within healthcare. And you, we can't mess it up. And so right. when copycats mm -hmm. come in um, that, you know, are trying to do what we're doing and they're going to ruin a plan's idea of food as medicine and not want to implement food as medicine, which is such an amazing thing to give their members. Um, so really, it's just more market domination for okay. us. We're moving into Medicaid now very heavily. And that's that's um, a huge frontier because obviously absolutely. that's a that's a cohort where even more people need. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then um, you, and it's a state by state. Yep, so yes. there's so many. I mean, you have the the benefits, you know, certain benefits in certain states, but yeah. that's that's a huge animal and something to take down. It's a lot of RFP writing. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I think that eventually we'll, we will we'll be acquired. I mean, we've had several okay. acquisition offers sure. um, to date. It's uh, nature of the business. We'll, we'll end up going into some other large conglomerate okay. where we can just further our mission of, um, you know, getting the member engaged through this box of food. Right. We just, you know, everybody tries to engage right now through an app. And right. we just went back to basics. They're like, we're going to send something to your home that's delightful. Um, Sometimes technology comes all the way around and you realize right. that, that things are, are just so simple. You, you know, it's kind of, it it's the, the analogy that's of right. the husband and the wife or the partner um, that are in bed next to each other and they're texting each other. Yep. And, you know, they're both on their phone. And I know me and my wife do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, she's back sleeping and I'm out in the living room. And she'll text me and she'll be like, hey, don't forget to throw the trash out. Yep. But sometimes yep. it's better to just turn over and talk right. than Absolutely. to have those texts. And I think that we're, I think in many ways post-COVID, we're getting back to, to, to the yeah. basics, exactly. getting basics. back to, to common yeah. sense. Exactly. I love what you do conceptually. I've always loved it. As a heatest guy, as a person that spent many years closing these gaps, writing value-based care, um, the ability to parallel food and not just... Um, you know, a box, but understanding I might have someone that's on a diabetic diet, that's mm -hmm. on a low glycemic diet for whatever reason, that's that's on a, on a low inflammation diet. So really be able to help manage that and juxtapose that with, I need a gap close. I need you to get a diabetic retinopathy exam. I need you to get a foot exam. I need you to get, um, you know, your, your labs done for whatever reason. I need you to be adherent on your statin. I mean, there's so many things. And when you're attacking the apex of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and servicing that member and servicing them with dignity and discretion and all of those That's things, right. really understanding that food truly is medicine, that the yeah. diet and concept that you can't out-exercise a bad diet, you know, you can't out-medicine a bad diet, you can't out-insulin a bad diet, right. all of those things. Those things go hand in hand. And just, yep. you know, I think that's the next frontier in quality. You you start getting into that in telehealth and how to digitize and you're eliminating a lot of waste in the system. And, you know, Jen, Absolutely. you've been on my side of the table, the payer side. There's so much waste in the system yep. that payers have redundancy. to deal with and, and redundancy. And I just love what you're doing. Um, I'm inspired by what you're doing. And, and most importantly, Ashley, to me, when I walk away, every time I see you in person, every time I see Jen in person, every time I talk to Jen on the phone, and every time I see Farmbox on LinkedIn or any you know social media platforms, it's the culture. 
Yeah. Your culture is phenomenal. Yeah. And when you see people that come to an organization and they stay there, we know in vendors, everybody moves every six months. You know, everyone, yep. how many people that we see here that have been at nine jobs, you right. know, they're, they're, you don't even know where they are anymore. Where <laughs> it's just, you, it's no, just I, like, are you still with such I'm like, such? last time I saw you, you were in a different color shirt. This time you're in a different color people shirt. People that come to work yeah. for Farmbox, they're still there. Um, and there's just always a culture, um, you know, Ashley is fantastic with praising and highlighting the accomplishments of others. And, and I think, I think you're building something that's amazing. And I just, I respect both of you and just appreciate both of you. And, and I'm glad that both of you had, uh, to spend some time and sit and chat with me. We had to. Thank you All so right. much for your time. All right. We had to come by and see you. No, nah, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, ladies. All right. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Studios. EpiSource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with a team of risk adjustment experts who deeply understand the complexities of every facet of healthcare. We partner with our health plan and healthcare clients to emphasize transparency and trust to truly become a valuable extension of their team at every step of the way, from outreach, medical record retrieval, coding, to final delivery. With the most significant health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, we aim to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For more information, go to www.episource.com and schedule a demonstration. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. But I worked for a company once. And particularly the C-suite that was in charge of that line of business. This person thrived on bullying people. They enjoyed bullying people. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. They were proud of it. They wore it as a badge of honor. They thought it was a joke. They were joking around with other executives about, I'm ruining families. Husbands and wives are not spending time together because of me. When I overheard that conversation, I immediately said, I was like, I've got to get out of this company. This company is a train wreck waiting to happen. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.